a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, you know, I love to learn from a wide variety of sources and always scouring to find things from a unique perspective or things that uh, might cause you to say, wow, wait a minute. And that happened over the weekend uh, from a really interesting place. Uh, there was commentary about journalists and the role of journalism. And this time the commentary uh, didn't come from a analyst on a cable news network, didn't come from a professor uh, at a school of journalism or someone who studies it. It actually came from Pope Francis. Uh, he weighed in on the role of journalism and specific journalists and had some very fascinating things to say. And as you listen to some of this, as we go through some of this, uh, this is extraordinary stuff coming from Pope Francis. And I want you to listen to this and think about this in this context. The, the Pope, was actually giving an award to two journalists. He was acknowledging and honoring two journalists. Now, that might not sound like a big deal, uh, but the two journalists were actually the journalists who really gave voice to victims in the Catholic sex abuse scandal. So here he was addressing these two journalists who really did some in-depth investigative reporting about the church that he leads as Pope and uncovering things that have been uh, so difficult to hear and to go through for the church to process. Uh, But the Pope acknowledged and praised these investigators for what they did and how they did it. Uh, So let's start. Uh, This will be an interpreter uh, interpreting Pope uh, Pope Francis, excuse me, uh, as he praised these journalists for working to do the most important thing which is to tell the truth. I'm grateful to you for the effort you make to tell the truth, the diversity of approaches, of style, of points of view linked to different cultures or religious affiliations is also a richness in information. I also thank you for what you tell us about what is wrong in the church, for helping us not to sweep it under the carpet, and for the voice you have given to the victims of abuse. So again, that was Pope Francis over the weekend uh, praising these two journalists uh, who had 
as the Pope said, uh, help the church not sweep problems under the carpet, giving voice to victims of abuse. Uh, Very important. Pope Francis went on to talk about the role of journalists in the world and what they should be doing. Your mission is to explain the world, to make it less obscure, to make those who live in it less fearful from it, and to look at others with greater awareness and also with more confidence. Uh, The pontiff went on to talk about three things that he hopes every journalist would do. Uh, He framed it this way. He said that your job as a journalist is to listen, to investigate, and to report. And I love the fact that the Pope said that your first job as a journalist is to listen, not to write, not to speak. Uh, Your first job is to listen. And he dug into that a little bit. Uh, he said that's uh, that's the first verb that every journalist should be concerned with uh, and just how vital it is. He says, for a journalist, listening means having the patience to meet face-to-face with the people to be interviewed, the protagonists of the stories to be being told, the sources from which uh, you receive the news. He said, listening always goes hand-in-hand with seeing, with being present. Certain nuances, sensations, and well-rounded descriptions can only be conveyed to readers or to listeners or spectators if the journalist has listened and seen for him or herself. So he talked about this uh, importance of listening. Uh, The journalism of listening and and seeing well uh, takes time, uh, that you can't rush. Uh, I think he was alluding to what we often refer to as instant certainty, And it's so easy uh, in the news business to be instantly certain, to know what happened or how to explain what happened, often to find out later that uh, you only had a portion of the story. And so the Pope was really inviting journalists to slow down, to take time, to be present, to see, to listen, to hear, to look at nuances and the subtleties uh, and all of those things. And that takes time. Uh, the Pope went on to say that the second thing for a journalist, and again, this is so fascinating to me that Pope Francis would take time to first honor these two journalists uh, who had helped, as he said, the church not uh, sweep uh, abuse under the rug, uh, but to bring it out in the open. And uh, that that takes some courage from the Pope. Uh, the second thing he said for journalists was to investigate. Uh, he said to investigate is a consequence of listening and seeing. Every piece of news, every fact we talk about, every reality we describe needs to be investigated. And to me, investigating is really about curiosity. And it is easy in journalism to stop being curious and start being certain about everything. That you know what's right and what's wrong. You know how it happened. You know people's motives. You know what's in their heart. You know what they were thinking. Uh, I believe to be a great journalist, you have to be curious. You have to suspend judgment. You have to be willing to stay with the conversation a little longer. You have to ask the question over and over and be willing to dig a little deeper. And so you have to be curious. You have to investigate. Uh, Every piece of news, every fact, every reality needs to be investigated. And especially in our world where we have millions upon millions of pieces of information that are available at our fingertips on our, on our smart devices, on our computer screens. 
Uh, we can access so many things. And it's very easy to uh, to make to to go beyond the curiosity and just jump right to the certainty. And so then finally we do have to get to the report part of the program <laughs> and you have to tell that story. Uh regardless of whether or not it fits your own personal narrative or your own personal set of beliefs. And that's not always easy. Uh, being able to to look at things from all points on the compass, uh, to suspend that judgment, to evaluate everything honestly, and even, uh, even when things don't quite square with what you thought you knew, to be able to report uh, is an important thing. I did think it was interesting that Pope Francis uh, went on to say as he was thanking these journalists for the work that they had done and the help that they had been. Uh, I love the fact that he said, look, we, I follow I follow what you do. I appreciate what you do. Uh, and what you do is important. And I do think that is important. We always talk about freedom of the press uh, and the vital role it plays as a first freedom in our country. Uh, the last thing that uh, Pope Francis said that, again, was just uh, so fascinating to me in the context of journalism is he said, thank you for doing those three things, to listen, to investigate, and to report. And he said, thank you for your search for the truth, because only the truth can set us free. Great lessons from uh, Pope Francis uh, talking about journalism. Uh, if you want a good read today, go read Pope Francis's commentary on journalists and journalism. Uh, it'll make you think again about how you take in news and information and how you should share it. We'll come back. Final segment coming up on Inside Sources. Stay with us. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.